Welcome to the next in the series of uh, science and cooking lectures. Uh, we again are very privileged to have some wonderful chefs visiting us. We're also, uh, I should acknowledge as always, our sponsors. Uh, Jose Andres, who we heard last week, uh, Think Food Group, Alicia, which sponsors uh, both uh, intellectually and uh, financially, Montferrand, uh, Whole Foods on uh, River Street uh, supplies all the food uh, for the labs, because we eat our labs in this class. Uh, Fusion Chef by Julabo uh, provides the uh, uh, immersion uh, heaters that we use for the sous vide cooking, and this bank provides some additional funding. So um, next week, we have Wiley Dufresne, who uh, is the expert in transglutaminase, and he's going to tell us about his uh, experiments with meat glue. And this week, we have uh, Nando Giovanni and Carlos Getch, um, and they will tell us about uh, mixing the unmixable or about uh, emulsions and foams. And I will begin by uh, describing a little bit of the uh, science behind the uh, emulsions and foams. I will start by focusing on emulsions, but uh, tell you then about the uh, foams as well. So um, what is an emulsion? Well, actually, you probably are all familiar with an emulsion. In fact, I can make an emulsion if I'm careful. Um, an emulsion, as shown here, is just a mixture of a dispersed phase in a continuous phase. So it's a mixture of two immiscible fluids, fluids that don't dissolve in one another. And the most uh, common example is oil and water, shown here. Can you zoom in with this? Oil and water. So I will actually stand here. And the way you mix emulsions, you all know, or think of um, a vinaigrette, is just by shaking them up. So this is gently shaken. And you can see there's bubbles of one fluid in the other. And I'll just put this down here. And uh, can I have the slides back? Yeah. So uh, what I did was I mixed the oil, which was on the top, was lighter. I mixed that with the water. And I formed drops of oil and water. They don't mix, so instead I disperse the oil in the water, as shown here, as drops. Um, to do that, I used one of these very fancy tools, my hand. But there are a lot of other tools that are commonly used. We'll see some examples of them tonight. In all cases, you have to supply some kind of energy. You have to supply energy to break the fluid into smaller drops. Uh, and what you do, typically, is you shear the fluid. So imagine these drops and watch one of these super animations brought to you courtesy of Naveen Sinha. You shear them, they stretch, 
And when they stretch, they break into smaller drops. And that's always how you make the emulsion. You put some kind of energy, some kind of force to stretch them out. And when they stretch out, they're susceptible to uh, a breakup and they form smaller drops. But it's not enough to break them up. And I can show you that very explicitly with this example. Can we look at this camera? Notice that the emulsions are no longer stable. The emulsion, the drops are no longer stable. They've separated back into the original phase of the oil on the top and the water on the bottom. Can I have the slide back, please? So emulsions, somehow, if you don't do something special, they tend to want to separate back and phase separate back into the original uh, phase of the uh, oil on the top and the um, water on the bottom. And so what you have to do is stabilize them. And here's an example of how you can stabilize them. You always add some kind of surfactant. A surfactant is a amphiphilic molecule. It's a molecule that likes both oil and water and is joined in the middle. So you can see this part likes water, this part likes oil, and the surfactant molecules therefore sit at the interface. And here I have just a little bit of surfactant, lecithin, and I will try to gently pour this into the mixture here. And seal it so that I can shake it without spilling. I'll just shake the surfactant to dissolve it a bit. This is lecithin. So if you were making vinaigrette, you could do the same thing. You would use olive oil, of course, and vinegar, and you would mix them together. And the same thing would happen if you mixed olive oil and vinegar as happened there. They would form a nice uh, vinaigrette, but they would phase separate. But what you do is you add some kind of flavoring, typically, for example, mustard powder. And when you do that, the same thing is happen as, as I have here with the, um, le this, the lecithin, with the surfactant. And now you'll see that this will remain stable. The drops may float up, but they will, that's just because of the buoyancy effect. The uh, actual drops will not coalesce and form the original phase separated oil and water the way these have done now, if you see this. OK, and so maybe we can come back and look at this at the end of my little section. But in the meantime, could we have the, um, the slides back? So the role of the surfactant, the primary role of the surfactant is to stabilize the drops, to prevent them from coalescing, to prevent them from coming back together, to make them remain as drops. And that happens because the surfactant molecules 
adsorb at the interface as shown here, and this is an oil drop, and this is an oil drop. This is just a big blow up of what happens, and when they approach one another, the surfactant molecules act as bumpers. They repel each other and prevent the drops from coming in contact, prevent the drops from coalescing. And that's the important role, important role of surfactants. It's to stabilize the emulsion. Now, emulsion is a dispersed phase of a fluid drop in a continuous phase of a second fluid. But there are other types of things. We can, first of all, classify the emulsions. Uh, we classify the emulsions if it's an oil and water emulsion. Um, uh, then we call that a, an indirect emulsion, oil and water. A water and oil uh, emulsion is a direct emulsion. These are rather historic names. They uh, come about because of the ease at which you can stabilize them, given the way uh, the surfactants actually work. Um, you don't have to emulsify just a uh, uh, liquid drops, if you have a gas bubble instead of a liquid, that's called a foam. If you have small solid particles rather than a fluid dispersed in another fluid, that's called a colloidal suspension. All of these are dispersed systems of different types of materials. So there's an emulsion, there's foams, and there's colloidal suspensions. One of the most interesting aspects of the emulsions, and something that we'll certainly see uh, tonight, is that they can change their elastic behavior uh, depending very simply on the way they're uh, mixed together. So first of all, what happens is as you mix the drops, as you break the drops from large into small, you increase the surface area. And to make new surfaces requires energy. This is why you're putting the energy into the system. You're making new surfaces. And here I show you, imagine a drop that, a single drop that's one micron in diameter, and I break it into something that's a half a micron in diameter. This is something that you would do if you emulsified something with uh, uh, one of these uh, um, stirrers, one of the more automatic kinds of stirrers, you can't do it so easily by hand because you're breaking them into such small drops. But if you do it with these more automated things, you can rather easily break them into drops of this size. And if you break the, if you change the radius by a factor of two, you, the total number of drops changes by a factor. You get eight times as many drops. The volume remains the same, but the surface area decreases. And you can see it roughly doubles uh, going as you change the number of drops uh, by a factor of two. It increases the surface area. And this is where you're putting the energy in. You're putting the energy in to make the new surface. Um, so surface actually represents an energy. It represents an energy per unit area. And that's actually a surface tension. Surface tensions are often uh, quoted in uh, units of 
uh, force per length, which is a tension, it's a force, but it has the same units as um, energy. If I multiply this by uh, length and this by length, that's energy per area. And that's really what the surface tension is. It's telling you how much energy it takes to create new surface. Uh, this is, uh, you, you create new surface independence of whether you have the surfactant there. You did it both in both cases. If you have um, uh, a drop then, with a surface tension, because there's a force, there's a tension on the surface, on the interface, the, um, the drop, uh, you can think of it as having a force pulling on the, on the drop. As a result, there's a force all the way around this, and you can only retain a spherical shape if you have an excess pressure on the inside. And this pressure depends on the surface tension and the radius of the drop. And so whenever you see a spherical uh, uh, object, whether it's a gas bubble or a drop of a fluid, there's an internal pressure that's a little bit larger than the external pressure. This is actually not so surprising to you. It's exactly the same reason that if you have a balloon, you have to blow up the balloon in order to stretch the elastic membrane. You're doing exactly the same thing with a balloon as you are with a drop or a bubble. Um, if you add surfactant, surfactant lowers the surface energy. It actually takes less energy to create an interface if you have surfactant. And so an important role of surfactant is to lower the surface energy, but the role that's most important for everything that we do to, uh, to make a foam or to make an emulsion is to stabilize the bubbles or stabilize the drops. Um, an important way of parameterizing this is through the volume fraction. It's just the fraction of the total volume that's in the dispersed phase. So if you have an oil and water uh, emulsion, you have a certain uh, number of uh, drops of oil in the water. They each have a certain volume, so you have a total volume of oil, and the total volume of the whole suspension is the volume of the oil and the volume of the water, and this fraction is the volume fraction of the dispersed phase. And as you increase the amount of oil, you increase the volume fraction of the dispersed phase. And the interesting thing, why, why this is a very important thing to, to understand, it, the interesting thing is as you increase it, you no longer can pack them uh, in the same fashion. So if you pack them, if, if you imagine all the drops were, let's just say for simplicity, the same size, they'd all be spherical. Um, when you pack them at low volume fraction, but as you increase the volume fraction, there is some point, which we call the critical volume fraction, where they no longer can pack and remain spherical. So as you pack them beyond that point, they can no longer be spherical. Instead, what happens is they deform one another because you're packing them together. So these two drops are deformed, and when you deform the drops, you actually have to exert a force. So it's like squeezing two springs together. So the drops are pushing apart. 
And the fact that they're pushing apart changes the character of the, of the uh, total emulsion. It no longer becomes, sphere, uh, uh, becomes fluid-like, but instead becomes elastic. And again, you know this, this works both for foams and emulsions. Here's an example of what happens if you do a foam. This is whipped cream. Whipped cream is in fact an emulsion. It's uh, small drops of fat in, uh, in water. It's uh, typically, depending on the concentration, something like 15% of, uh, of the volume fraction is, is fat, but it acts as a uh, a fluid, it pours like a fluid. But as you whip air into it and make a foam, it gets increasingly stiff. It gets increasingly elastic as you increase the volume fraction. And so this allows us then, we know that it takes a certain force to deform the drops. That's given by the surface tension and their size, and it takes, uh, it, the, the, you, need, you get more and more force resisting it as you increase the volume fraction, but you have to go above this critical volume fraction. And so this brings us to, the su to, to summarize them, we get our equation of the week, which gives us the elasticity. So you can see the elasticity is given by the surface tension and the radius. This has units of elastic constant. This tells you how difficult it is to squeeze a single uh, drop. And this is the effect of the volume fraction. You have to be above the critical volume fraction. And as you go above the critical volume fraction, it increases linearly as you go above the critical volume fraction. And that's the equation of the week. And just before I finish, if I could just uh, have the camera one more time. And I'll hold these two emulsions up. And hopefully you can see, although the, uh, the one with the lecithin has creamed, the drops still remain. There's still drops. Uh, it hasn't completely uh, coalesced, whereas this one now is a clear oil. And that's just the nature of the surfactant stabilizing uh, the drops. Okay, with that, uh, I'd like now to introduce Nando and Carlos, who will tell us more practical things about emulsions.
Bueno, vam fer el vídeo expressament perquè hi havia gent l'any passat que es pensava que jo només tenia un restaurant que feia maionesa i aioli. We made the video because there were people last year that thought that in my restaurant we were only making mayonnaise and aioli. No. Al meu restaurant no només fem mayonnaise i aioli, fem moltes altres coses. In my restaurant we not only make mayonnaise and aioli, we make many other things. Bueno, començarem. We're going to start. Començarem fent una lactonesa. We're going to start making lactonesa que és la mateixa manera, la mateixa recepta que una maionesa normal, però canviant el rovell d'ou per la llet. It is like a regular mayonnaise, but we substitute the egg yolk by milk. Hence the name. Posarem la llet. L'oli de girassol. Sunflower oil. Seran 300 de llet, 300 grams de llet, 700 grams de llet. Ai d'oli. 300 grams de milk, 700 grams d'oil. I el podrem aromatitzar amb el gust que vulguem. We're going to, you know, flavor it with whatever aromatics that we want. Lemon, chive, lemon, chives, parsley. En farem de wasabi. El farem de wasabi i herbes. Ok, this time is going to be with wasabi powder and herbs. Posarem 15 grams de wasabi. 15 grams of wasabi powder. M'agrada el gust picant. I like the spicy note. I hem picat 10 grams de cibulet i 10 grams de julivert. And then we'll mince 10 grams of parsley and 10 grams of chives. I ara aquí... És important, molt important, la temperatura. Hi ha d'haver la mateixa temperatura de l'oli que de la llet. The thing that's very important is the temperature. The milk and the oil have to have exactly the same temperature. Començarem molt a poc a poc. Going to start very slowly. Immersion blender. En aquest cas hem utilitzat oli de girassol, però anem a buscar un oli neutre. Podria ser de girassol, de pipes, del que vulguem, però sigui suau, que no tingui gust. In this case we use sunflower oil, but what we seek is like a neutral oil, one that doesn't have too much taste. We could use as well sunflower seeds, neutral oil. És molt fàcil. Si poses 300 de llet, 700 d'oli, ho pot fer tothom, fins a un nano petit. No hi ha cap problema. És molt fàcil. Si utilitzes les mesures correctes, 300, 700, 200 de llet, 700 d'oli, fins a un nano petit pot fer-ho. 
Ara, si el Dave el vol posar al microscopi, Dave wants to put it under the microscope. Fortunately, we have Daniel Rosenberg here, and he will help us by looking at all of them. First, can we just see, remember, he used about twice as much oil as water. It's oil dispersed in water. What do we know about it? It's elastic, right? It's a solid. <laughs> Two fluids made into a solid. Your friend, <laughs> Nando, your friend. Look at this. My friend, Miro, Camino. See, you see, see the see. bubbles? Notice they're very small ones here. There have to be small ones, right? The elasticity goes up as the, small, as the size goes down. Remember the equation of the week? So you can see some larger ones, but it's these small bubbles, these very small bubbles that is what makes this as elastic as it is. And Daniel, because it's opaque, Daniel has taken a very, very thin slice. And so there's not bubbles everywhere. And you can see them. They're so small that you can barely resolve them with this magnification. Yep. Comencem per fer una altra emulsió que farem un aire de parmesà. Next thing, it's going to be a parmesan air. I és molt curiós perquè podem donar una forma com si fos un cake, com si fos un pastís de pa. We can shape it as a cake. Però és d'aire, és unes petites bombolles que aguanten congelades i ho mirarem congelat i fresc. And there are little bubbles that we can, that they stand very well frozen. And we're going to take a look at them frozen and fresh. Posarem. La recepta serien 5 quilos de parmesà ratllat. The recipe calls for 5 quilos of parmesan, grated parmesan. 4 litros i mig d'aigua. 4 litros and a half of water. I ho posaríem, posaríem a bullir l'aigua i una vegada a bullir l'aigua i tiraríem el parmesà. We would start boiling the water and at that point we're going to add the parmesan. Deixaríem que infusioni durant dues hores. Going to let him fuse for, uh, to sip for a couple of hours. I ho colaríem, ho colaríem. And then we're going to strain it. I obtindríem un suero, obtindríem un, un brou. And we're going to... Liquid. End up with a broth, a liquid broth. Alain? Entonces, aquest líquid el posaríem a escalfar a 50 graus. And we're going to heat it up, the, the broth, we're going to heat it at 50 uh, degrees Celsius. I amb una petita part hi afegiríem la lecitina, 7 grams per líquid, ai, per litre. And we're going to add the lecitin, uh, it's going to be 7 grams per liter. Exactament. I ara haurem de fer, ara haurem de fer engegar el turmix i deixar reposar les bombolles 
dos minutos. We going to start, you know, to, to start the, the blender, the immersion uh, blender on, and we going to let it bubble for two minutes. Perfecto. Yo ni defen y dono la, la palabra al mal Carlos y comience una receta al Carlos y yo voy fen. Okay, I'm going to get started with my recipe and I'm going to let uh, Carlos talk. Buenas tardes. Uh, Good evening. Very happy to be here. Lo que os propusere hoy será unas recetas de caire muy tradicionales y ancestrales. What we're going to do today is very ancestral and traditional recipes. Ont evidentment hi entra la moció de líquids aquosos i de líquids oliosos. That that were the the center, the king, it's the the emulsion, you know, using oily liquids and watery liquids. Totes aquestes provenen evidentment del Mediterrani. All of these recipes come from the Mediterranean. I començarem per una que és de vessant mediterrània, però de finalitat canària, que és el mojo verd. We're going to start with one which, you know, it's inspired in Mediterranean inspire, but the origins come from the Canary Islands, which we're going to call mojo verde, green mojo. Aquí en tenim unes de tres de fetes. We have three already made. Que una està feta amb l'all, és el cordó fonamental amb aquestes salses. The first, the center, the core, it's garlic for these sauces. Una està feta amb el corp, amb l'ànima, on realment, doncs, a vegades, aquest tipus d'emulsions ens donen una digestió més pesada. The one is made with the core, with the center of the the garlic, which sometimes give us heavier digestions. L'altra sense l'ànima aquesta. The other one without the core, the garlic core. I l'altra amb l'all escalivat, com es podria veure aquí, per exemple, que és all posat al forn. And the other one with roasted garlic, which is garlic put in the oven. I ara de totes maneres anem a fer-ne una en directe. So we're going to make one live here for you. Molt bé. Doncs hi posarem l'all. And to start with the garlic. Com tota recepta sastral, doncs són unes proporcions normals, sense haver-hi excessos ni desequilibris. As all recipes, they're made with precise proportions and Everything is in balance. Julivert, perejil, parsley, coliandra, cilantro, cilantro, guindilla verde, picant, green chili, chili, i després hi posarem. And we're going to add avocado as well. Possiblement el coliandre, que és el que li dona d'alguna manera el fet diferencial i que últimament s'ha utilitzat molt a la cuina mexicana, 
that the coriander is the thing that gives it a distinctive flavor, and it's uh, really it's, well, it's been very much used in, in Mexican cooking, for instance. Because the origin the, 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 the Mediterranean. But uh, the origin, its origins come from the Mediterranean. And a little bit of uh, powder, uh, cumin powder. Ya está comentado algo, Nando, porque ya comenzó ese soroll. Sí. Bueno, la primera vagada en fet, en en montar y en fet eh, emulsionar, que surti espuma y hemos dejado reposar dos minutos. The first time we emulsify it and when we we got uh, some we achieve some foam, then we let it rest for a couple of minutes. Es muy importante dejar reposar la bombolla, porque si deja reposar dos minutos antes de agafarla es estable. Si no, no es estable. It's very important to let it rest because uh, if not, it's not going to be stable. Perfecto. Ahora lo tornaremos a posar. Lo ha hecho dos minutos. El Carles, el turmixa durante un minuto, deja reposar dos minutos. Y ahora yo os enseñaré una receta que es la mateixa congelada. Okay. And now I'm going to show you the same thing, but it has been previously frozen. Que es como si fuese un pa. And it looks like, uh, like bread. Aquí tenemos aquí un pa, tornem a posar. Traiem, traiem un altre. Tens un, un plat com aquest per posar-ho, similar? Ara traurem un altre. No sé per què, no sé per què, això ens hauria de, de dir el Dave, que quan tu canvies, no deixes reposar aquests dos minuts, realment no, no aguanta l'emulsió, és diferent. That I don't know why, I don't know why, but if we don't have these two minutes of Resting time, uh, the motion uh, doesn't stand up. That probably David can explain why. Is the form, is, is, is the, the, the texture, special texture. Nice. It's good, eh? <laughs> No. One moment, on one moment, please. <laughs> look, at it. look at the microscope. Thank you. So Nando wants to see the difference between a foam that's frozen and one that's not. It may melt, though. That's OK. You can see that it's starting to melt. It still has lots of bubbles in it. Maybe try and do a very quick um, 
look at something really quickly. Put some foam. You'll be able to run it. To get a picture of inside. Inside, yeah. Carlos. Carlos. Está aprovechando el monstruo. Está aprovechando ya. Están mirando a la vez. No, están mirando tú. Vale, vale. Bueno, evidentment el comportament sense ànima, amb ànima o escalivat és el mateix. No havia fet mai la prova, l'he fet aquest dematí i ara els he barrejat tots junts perquè el resultat és exactament el mateix. L'únic que l'escalivat baixa la intensitat de l'aigua. The final result using the core of the garlic and using whole garlic with its core and the uh, roasted garlic is exactly the same, you know, it behaves the same way. The only thing, the only difference actually is that when you use roasted garlic, the intensity, the flavor of garlic, it's lesser than using the whole garlic clove or just the core. We could continue doing that, you know, on and on, but we have many things to discuss, so let's move on. So we're going to put under the microscope as well. Can we have the microscope? Oh. See, these have much larger bubbles. Is my bubbles? Yeah, your bubbles. Have a look at them. Perfect. No, no, have a look at them. My friend. Beautiful. Beautiful. Perfect. Is different? It's totally different. Totally different. These are much larger bubbles. Is it stable? These are stable, yes. Notice that these don't move around because this is still a solid, right? Whereas the uh, uh, frozen one was a liquid as soon as it melted. Is this, what's this, Daniel? This is, a, is this a fresh sample? Same melted sample. They have much smaller bubbles here. Try putting a fresh sample of frozen stuff on to see if we can see it quickly. Just low magnification. I think you can, you might be able to see the... Uh, frozen? Yes. Can you read that? See it before it melts. Can you smell? Can you, you catch a waff of it? <laughs> Evidentment que la nostra intenció 
és que no només arribi l'olor, sinó que també que ho provi. Our intention is not only for you to get the smell, but to taste it as well. Els donarem de provar tot. That everything, you'll be able to taste everything. There's some particles here that are flowing with the fluid. And this was a stable foam. This was solid because it was frozen. Now you lose the solidity. The volume fraction is not as large. The bubbles are not. Uh, here they're still, they're, you can see they're still solid here. But there's not as many bubbles. The solidity is coming because you're freezing the, uh, the fluid. The aging that Nando wanted to do with the other emulsion was a little bit of drainage to increase the volume fraction. And you increase the volume fraction, it becomes more elastic. Ahora we have mojo. to explain what you're doing now. Ahora podemos poner el mojo. <laughs> you want to, yeah. Is, is it stable? Eh? Yeah, very stable. Mm. And solid. Just like that. It's more fluid at the bottom, you see? Yes. It's draining. No. The fluid drains. Yeah, that's solid because it's higher volume fraction. That's your aging. Oh. If you watch carefully, you can see some of the bubbles are moving around. That's because they're slowly aging. They're slowly popping. It's very good. Is your is your bubbles? Eh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Part two. Sí. Anem per un altre. Okay. Next recipe. És una salsa holandesa. Holandese sauce. Normalment es fa amb animal. Es fa amb mantega, amb mantequilla. Mantequilla i rovells d'ou. Usually it's made with butter and egg yolks. I en aquest cas el farem amb oli de nous, canviarem i farem una cosa totalment vegetal. So we're going to have, instead of having an animal one, we're going to have a vegetarian one and it's going to be made with walnut oil instead of butter. És una emulsió molt senzilla. It's a very simple emulsion. La gent es pensa que és difícil, però l'únic han de seguir uns paràmetres. The only people think that it's difficult, but the only thing that you have to do is to follow certain parameters. Sobretot, com l'altre, hi ha d'haver la mateixa temperatura. As we said before, the most important thing is to have all the liquids in the same temperature. Hem posat l'oli de nous, l'hem posat en un bany maria calent, perquè estigui uns 35-40 graus. We put the walnut oil in a bain marie, so it reaches like a 35-40 uh, degrees Celsius temperature. I aquí hem posat un altre vall maria calent per poder tenir aquests rovells d'ous a 45-50 graus. The same thing for the eggs, another memory, uh, to have uh, the egg yolks at 40-45 degrees Celsius. 
Montarem durant un moment, ja veureu que de seguida es muntarà. Mixed and binded. I podem posar qualsevol sabor. Aquesta preparació jo la faig servir molt per acompanyar un carpaccio de bolets, un carpaccio de ceps. You can use whatever aromatic that you wish to use. I use it a lot to accompany mushroom carpaccio. Wild mushroom carpaccio. I depèn del gust que vulguem, hi podem posar llimona, hi podem posar chive, hi podem posar persil, hi podem posar el que vulguem nosaltres. We can use lemon, we can use chives, we can use parsley, whatever you want, sky is the limit. Si volem trobar el gust de la nou, només hi posarem sal i una mica de pebre blanc i ja està. If we just want to taste the walnut, then the only thing that we're going to use is salt and a little bit of white pepper. Ara la que tenim el rovell muntat, suposo que es veu que comença a estar muntat, tenim una temperatura. Once the egg yolk is binded. Hauríem de tenir una mica més de temperatura. Should reach a higher temperature. Sí, una mica més de temperatura. Sí que és important és tenir la mateixa temperatura. És el més important. The most important thing is to have exactly the same temperature. Normalment, les emulsions, jo no sé, no sé, Dave, si ens canviarà, però es tallen per dues coses. That I, you know, usually emulsions, they separate due to two causes. I don't know if Dave is going to agree with me. Per canvis de temperatura? Temperature changes, A. O bé perquè s'espessa massa quan no hi ha la proporció ideal entre el que és la grassa amb el líquid. And the second one, it's B, it's when it gets too thick because the proportion between fat and liquid is off balance. What Nando is saying is that if you have too much of the disperse phase, the emulsion can do what we call break. It can invert because you have so much of the disperse phase, so much oil, that the oil is the disperse phase it can break up and the small amount of water becomes dispersed in the oil. So that's called a phase inversion, or breaking the emulsion. Veieu ara, jo començo a muntar, primer sempre totes les emulsions, molt a poc a poc. As you can see, I'm sorry, binding them, but as with all emulsions, you have to start very, very slowly. Com més quantitat tinguem, com més quantitat tinguem de d'allà maionesa muntada, holandesa muntada, i podrem anar més de pressa. Once it's getting more solid, then you can go a little faster. Ara aquí se'ns espessa massa. Here it's too thick. No, se'ns espessa molt. It's way too thick. I tirem una mica de llimona o aigua. We add a little lemon juice or a little water. Si podem posar una mica d'aigua. És aigua? És molt important calenta, no sé per què. Això també ens ho haurà d'explicar, ens ho hauran d'explicar aquí. It's very important that the water be hot, and I don't know why, you know. Probably the Harvard people can explain that. So what Nando is doing is he's increasing the elasticity by having a very high volume fraction, and he says it gets too stiff, the volume fraction is too high, so he adds continuous phase, he adds the water but he wants the water to not phase separate or do anything funny, so he wants to have it at the same temperature. 
So he says he has to add it at exactly the same temperature. Adding either water or lemon juice is the equivalent of adding the continuous phase that decreases the elasticity. He says it's not so thick. And you can see it's not as thick. Now he'll mix it up more, and get the uh, drops smaller, and that will make again, will become stiffer again. And he'll add more of the dispersed phase, more oil, which will also stiffen it. Can go faster and faster. So it's not what they say faster and faster is not just by stirring it, but it's by the adding of the fat. So go faster pouring the fat, not, you know, that depends on each one's strength. Steering. In a little bed, you'll be able to see his strength. It's a surprise that we have for then. I don't know if I'll be able to make it, but. Veieu, cada cop, quan se m'espessa massa, hi poso una miqueta d'oli. Ah, i una miqueta d'aigua. Every time that it's too thick, I add a little water. I vaig muntant, ja està. It's stirring, stirring. Després, jo el que sé és que per tres rovells puc muntar màxim mig litre, 450 grams aproximadament d'oli, de greix. Si em passo... Usually the equation is to use uh, three egg yolks, and I think that with three egg yolks I can reach, I can use like 450 grams of oil. If I use more oil, then it's when it's going to separate. It's almost ready. Si aquesta salsa la volem gratinar i que volem que sigui estable per gratinar, hi hem de posar menys quantitat de greix i que quedi més rovell d'ou, perquè si no, no gratina. Si volem usar aquesta salsa per ser usada en un gratin, el que hem de fer és que hem d'usar més yolk, si no, no va gratin correctament. Ara el que fem és que hi posem el gust que vulguem. En aquest cas vull tenir gust en ous. I he posat cibulet, en ous, sal, pebre blanc, so in this, you know, then we're going to flavor it the way that we want. And in this case, you know, I want to keep the flavor of the nuts. Uh, so I added walnuts, a little bit of white pepper, uh, chives. This time it was good. You want to look under the mic microscope? Ángel, 
a muntar i oli. El que vull fer al final, com que tardo molt, ho començaré a fer ara per d'aquí 20 minuts a acabar-ho. So what I'm going to do now, I'm going to start uh, with my aioli. That's the final surprise, but since it takes 20 minutes, it would be good to get started now. Is different? Yes. yes. Notice the very, very fine structure here, the very fine bubbles. As you focus through them, you can see the very, very fine drops. And he was able to make them so small because it was becoming elastic as he mixed it. You're shearing an elastic network or a nearly elastic material, and that breaks the drops even smaller. That's why he says you can add oil more rapidly. It's becoming elastic, and then it's very good, easy to break the, uh, the oil into smaller and smaller drops. So Daniel says they're super fine. They're very, these are, this texture you see is actually very, very small drops. You can't really see through it because of the scattering from the light, but there you barely can see it. Oh, that's beautiful. Very nice, Nando. Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Bueno, haig de dir, haig de dir que això només ho he fet uh, un cop, ho ha, ho ha ensenyat un home de Palafrugell. That I have to say that uh, what I'm going to do now, I've just done that once before in my life, and uh, someone from uh, Palafrugell, a little Catalan village, uh, was the one that uh, taught me how to make it. Que cada any ell guanya el campionat, que, com el campionat de Catalunya, so he's every year he's the winner of the Aioli competition that we have in Catalonia, and the faster the better. I'm going to bind uh, and mix five liters of Aioli, but only using my hand. Yes, just just uh, garlic and olive oil. Okay, so just garlic, yeah, and olive oil. Yes. Um, <laughs> It's <laughs> very important the proportion, the uh, proportion. Uh, yeah, it's very important the proportion. Uh, amb l'oli, són 140 grams d'all per One, litre. 140 grams of uh, garlic per liter. Fa, uh, farem ara 700 grams d'all. For this case, we're going to use 700 uh, grams of uh, garlic. Per 5 litres. 5 liters of olive oil. Hem agafat... Hem agafat els alls i els hem picat amb el morter. We have already mashed them with uh, more than pestle. El Carlos va fer tres hores, eh? More than pestle. Three, three hours. És, és molt important que estigui molt picat. It's very important it's very finely mashed. Hi ha un, hi ha un truco que és posar-hi una mica de sal amb els alls, perquè si no volen. That, uh, the trick uh, to do that, to accomplish that, it's to add a little bit of salt with the garlics. If not, they'll fly away. When we put the garlics here, it's very important to add salt. So a little bit to add a little salt. Because if not, they'll try to escape. I'll just help you with a little bit of tevia. De tant en tant, I'll take a little bit of tevia. And that's it, I'll do it. Mientras tanto, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. Si se'm talla, feu veure que no ho heu vist. That, uh, yeah, the only thing that I'm going to use once in a while is a little bit of lukewarm water, and that's it. And, uh, you know, I'll be doing that and doing that and doing that. 
and Carlos will take over. And if you see that it separates, pretend that nothing has happened. <laughs> Anyway, so he's, he's made a video out of his uh, cell phone, his iPhone, so if any, that's the backup if anything happens. Like, at least I can show you that I made it. Mentrestant, anirem fent el Romescu. El Romescu és una salsa que es perd amb el temps. Jo penso que és de les millors salses fredes que hi ha. In meanwhile, we're going to make some Romescu. Romescu is a memorial sauce, and I think that it's one of the best cold sauces that there is. M'he assabentat que aquí tenen la millor biblioteca culinària possiblement del món. I, I, you know, I just uh, learned that here at Harvard you have the best uh, culinary uh, library, perhaps one of the best in the world. Possiblement es podria perdre aquesta salsa amb l'Imperi Romà o abans. That uh, probably this sauce, if we follow a thread, it would come from uh, Roman, uh, Roman Empire or even before. Si la trobeu, sisplau, dieu-ho. If you find it, please let me know. The, if you find the origins, the precise origins, let me know. Per fer aquesta salsa necessitem nyores. To make this sauce, we need uh, nyora peppers. A falta de nyores podria haver-hi el pebrot xoricer, però millor la nyora. The, if not, another pepper used in Spain is called uh, choricero pepper. Sí, but the, but coming from chorizo. És un pebrot extremadament sec. It's a very dry, extremely dry pepper. It's almost like plastic. To obtain the flesh, we have to soak it in water. Two hours. And then with the help of a spoon, I stole it. És simplement... Fan un moment. Rascar-la. With the spoon we created tota la polpa. To remove all the pulp, all the... Com veieu, això continua sent una matèria que, francament, dura i complicada de digerir. That, as you can see, still the skin, it's like very, very tough and very difficult to digest. El component és molt fàcil. Tenim la llenyora, la polpa, vaia. The ingredients are very easy. We have the pulp, the llenyora pulp. Tomàquet, escalivat i pelat. Roasted tomatoes, which have been already peeled. Alls, també escalivats i pelats. Roasted garlic and obviously peeled. Pa empapat amb vinagre. Bread soaked in vinegar. I en acabat hi afegirem la fruita seca i l'oli, evidentment. And then we're going to add the nuts and obviously the oil. 
Em te l'has deixat el... Aquí el tens. Et falta? La peça d'aquí. Tenia dues aquí. Un altre cop li he pres, Joan. Again, I've been blamed for that. Aquesta és la salsa romesco que ara veureu que estem fent. That's the romesco sauce that we are making at the moment. Per nosaltres, l'oli que hem de fer servir és molt important un oli d'un cantó concretament de Tarragona. Per nosaltres, quan fem la romesco sauce, és molt important escollir un oli d'oli, en aquest cas, oli d'oli que ve de Tarragona, Provence que és una oliva petita, que s'anomena Arbequina. Aquestes oliveres estan a la prop del mar i tenen una certa absència d'aquest oli amarg i que pica a vegades de l'oli. And they lack the bitterness that, uh, and the piquancy that sometimes you get from olive oil. Tirem avellanes. We're going to add hazelnuts. I ametlles. Es pot fer amb avellanes soles, també, evidentment. You can use, you could use only hazelnuts. Absorbeix molt, molt l'oli. 
once once it g g keeps going, it absorbs very much the oil. Que es una de las cuestiones que desconec, pero me imagino que debe ser la fruta seca. It's one of the things that I, I don't know exactly why it happens, but uh, I imagine it may be the nuts. Sal. Sí, sal. Sal. And obviously we're going to going to add some salt. That is one of the main ingredients in the most Catalan dish of all called calçotada, which I don't know if you know it, but uh, it's made with uh, some uh, between a scallion and uh, an overgrown, uh, between a scallion and a leek. It's a type of onion. It's a very thick, tall onion. I comença ara, al novembre, fins a l'abril, la calçotada. And the calçotada, the season for it, it's between November and April. Durant tota la temporada de la calçotada... During the whole season? Es consumeixen a Catalunya, sobretot al Tarragonès, que és el puesto de la calçotada. Doncs més de 100 milions de calçots. 100 milions? Sí. És una cosa increïble. In the whole Tarragona province, especially where it comes from, it's been said that more than 100,000 calçots are consumed, million calçots are consumed. Fan un concurs on, evidentment, el campió sempre es va menjar entre 450 i 500 calçots en una hora that they, they have another championship and usually the winner is able to eat between 450 and 500 calçots in an hour of time. Evidentment, després d'estar una setmana malalt. Obviously, after that, he's, weak, he's sick for a week. Més, 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 més. Queda més. Altra? Explica un moment com es prepara, que és rostit per terra i... És foc a terra, els calçots, és un rebrot de la ceba, que es calça, calçot vol dir, si això és la ceba, el rebrot, el planten i el calçot vol dir que el calcen, i posen muntanya de terra i només surt una mica el rebito. I llavors això va creixent i el van calçant perquè quedi molt blanc. Calçant vol dir que no li toqui el sol. The fact is that it's a very special onion that what they do is they, they put, they cover it on both sides and they push it towards up. And uh, what, that, what, that, what does that is that it gives it a very, very white color inside. And the more you go, the more you get up and up and up and up and you cover it always on the sides. 
and they are that long usually. And uh, Carlos was explaining that what we do in Catalonia is we have like a fire on you know the floor, and then you grill them that way on top of the embers. Una altra moció curiosa que també els hi faré ara serà una una moció amb la tripeta. And the next, uh, we're going to move on to the next emotion. Can we have Pop. the microscope? Mm -hmm. okay. So this is what you just taste. <laughs> 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 it's very tasty. Yes, 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 So the nuts can go to the surface of the drops and stabilize them. What's Use the video about some cuts when we make the next dish. Yeah. 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 There's about 400 microns across the screen. So for example, no millimeter. So this much is about half a millimeter. Good. Excellent. Ara passarem un vídeo perquè vegin d'ona trec la peça aquesta del peix, que pot ser de lluç i de bacallada. Now, the next video, we're going to show you a video for the next dish, and you'll see where I get exactly the piece of fish that I'm going to use. Usually it comes from cod or from hake. And uh, I've been struggling with the name in English, but I think probably the best way to call it would be uh, the nadatory uh, glands that uh, fish have, so they help them float, and it runs parallel to the esophagus. That's as close as we can get. Hi ha una peça molt important del cada lluç que porta, que és la cococha, que això és una excel·lència. And uh, there is another part, a very, very special part of uh, that fish as well, which is called in Spanish cococha, and uh, not to be confused with the cheeks, but it's what we would call probably in English the double chin. It's here. Evidentment, per fer un plat necessites deu lluços. So to make a dish, you need 10 fish. I això d'aquí dintre, que està agafada aquí, exactament, això és això d'aquí. And that part that is attached here to the runs parallel to the esophagus, it's exactly that. Carles was saying that sometimes it gets full of water to help the fish float. Exacte. És la bufeta on oscil·la, és l'efecte submarí. Exactly like a submarine. The same, the same principle, the same physical uh, principle as a submarine. Quan es posa a bullir, és neta, evidentment, no és, no és, no és cap víscera, no és res, és una, 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 una vefiga de... Quan it's not es posa... just clean, you know, it's, it's, it's clean here, but when we, when we boil it... A bullir amb aigua... Uh -huh, with water. Llavors queda amb aquesta, amb aquesta textura. It ends up with uh, this texture. Hi ha una part tremendíssima de gelatines. There's lots of gelatin. I això per menjar, simplement saltejada amb una llegum o una estufadeta una mica, és extraordinària, de finura. No té cap gust fort, sinó que és tot finura i tot melositat. 
that uh, to eat that just with a stew, like for instance, like a legume uh, stew, uh, it's very, very fine. It's a very fine taste that you get and, uh, and very nice texture as well. Ens imaginem que ja hem bullit la, 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 la tripeta. Let's imagine for a second that we've boiled uh, the natatory glands. I llavors el que fem és amb aquesta aigua. With this very water. No, ok. La posem... Heu vist que ha agafat una mica de densitat l'aigua perquè té molta gelatina natural. As you can see that the water has... This water has a different color and a different density due to the gelatin. I posem una mica d'all laminat. We're going to slice some garlic. Més aviat fi. It's fine, if possible. I deixarem que acabi de reduir perquè ens faci més concentració. And then we'll let it reduce so it gets very concentrated. Després el deixarem reposar uns minuts. After that we're going to let it rest for a few minutes. I esperem que s'emulsioni amb oli, evidentment. And we hope that he'll get emulsified with oil, of course. Nando, com va això? How is it going there? Estic una mica collonit. I'm a little intimidated. Intimidated. Bueno. Sí, va bé. Va bé. Vale. Necessites aigua calenta o alguna cosa? No, em falta... Em falten 10 minuts, crec jo. Vale. I'm just 10 minutes away. Si vol, d'aquí un moment, em podem posar una mica el microscopi i a mesura que es vagi muntant, si ho veu bé, d'anar-ho mirant. David, if you want, we can start in a little bit, if we can start putting it under the microscope and then do that progressively. Bàsicament, que si se'm talla, almenys puguem mirar alguna cosa. So at least if it separates later on, that at least we'll have that. És important la concentració. Concentration is very important. I el ventre nat abans. I el ventre què? El ventre nat abans. And to be trained before, yes. Porto mig any muntant-ne tres cada dia. I've spent for the last year like binding three a day. More or less. Tira, tira, tira. Em faci riure. Yeah, don't make me laugh. Bueno, no sé si l'auditori s'ho estarà passant molt bé. Nosaltres sí. I don't know if you're having fun. We are. 
Bueno, jo crec que podríem començar amb torn de preguntes. Perquè jo ho dic per una mica i així ens agilitzem una mica. To agilize a little bit the conversation, if you want to ask us some questions, because it's going to take me a while before I... Is there a big difference in taste when you mix it with your hand or versus a, a machine? So if there's a big difference in taste when you make it at home or in the machine? No, with, that, with your hand, when you mix it with the hand or with the machine? Nando, there's a big difference between when you do it with a machine and when you do it with a hand. Look, with a hand, with a hand, with a hand, first, you can't get it. Number one, obviously, with a machine, you don't get that tired. Però amb la màquina no munta all i oli sol. Amb la màquina, amb el Turmix, no munta all i oli sol. But the thing that you have to understand is with just the immersion blender, you cannot bind garlic and olive oil only. Costa més, més que amb la mà. It's harder than using your hand. Nando can't look at this. Oh, mira, mira això, esclar. Mira això. What he's doing is trying to make the uh, drop smaller and smaller because he wants it now it's very li liquid like he wants to ultimately make it into an elastic material into a solid and so he's making the drop smaller and smaller you can see many of these are smaller they're still large ones and by mixing them he's breaking them up while adding more and more olive oil so it's going to be a combination of high volume fraction of the dispersed phase and small drop and what he's worried about is he doesn't want to break the emulsion. He doesn't want it to phase invert. And that's what he says. He doesn't want to, he, he's worried that that will happen. Once it happens, it's all over. You can't recover it. And a, and a good chef will be able to listen to how it sounds and know whether to add a little bit of water as a continuous phase. Estàs gairebé tu, no? Estàs o no? Sí, ara li vaig a fer companyia al Nando perquè no se senti sol. So I'm going to... I vaig a deixar la màquina i ho farem manual. I'm going to keep him company and I'm going to abandon the machine. I'm going to do it manually as well. Em podries ajudar a remenar aquí, no? La meva edat no m'ho permet, digui-li que no. Què, què? La meva edat no m'ho permet, ara ja que et desforços. My age doesn't allow me to help you. Tiri aigua, tiri aigua. What what type of fish did you get the gland from? What type what type of fish? The kin the kin type of fish del del bacallà, cod, i de la lluç, and hake. Tots tots els peixos tenen la la bufeta aquesta. All both these fish have the the same gland. Però les millors són les de les de la llobarro, no sé com es dieu aquí, llobarro. Ah, llobarro, sí. També en té, però no té la finura ni de la de lluç ni la del... No té ni la finura? La finura. Ni la de lluç ni la del bacallà. La del bacallà és excel·lent. Aquesta és de bacallà. Bacallà és excel·lent. The best, a very good one as well as sea bass. The one from sea bass. But it's not as fine as the one from bacallà o hake. A Alaska teniu un bacallà negre extraordinari. That here in Alaska you guys have an extraordinary black cod. Sí. 
Fernando said several times that it's very important that both ingredients, water and the oil, should be sa uh, same temperature. Does it matter that temperature is very cold or it's warm or it's very hot? Would the taste of a sauce differentiate if, uh, say, olive oil and water would be and liquid would be mixed uh, in a cold temperature versus warm temperature versus hot temperature? <laughs> going to be out of breath after that. La pregunta, Nandus, per tu. Sí, estàs dient que la temperatura és molt important entre el fred i el calent, que sigui tot fred o calent, però pot ser que totes dues siguin fredes o totes dues calents o totes dues a temperatura ambient? Exactament, a la mateixa temperatura. En el cas de l'holandès, el que volíem era una salsa calenta, per tant, volíem la mateixa temperatura amb calent. És una emulsió amb calent. To answer your first part of the question, yes, it has to be the same temperature. So, for instance, when we made the hollandaise, we want that to be a, a hot sauce, so that's why the temperature were high for both the ingredients. But you could do it cold as well, yeah. In fred, if we had added, uh, for instance, like in the aioli that we're making, garlic from the refrigerator and uh, the, temperature, the, the oil would be hot, then it would have separated already. Does it affect, does it affect temp, uh, texture of the sauce, the temperature sí, of the ingredients? Si la temperatura dels ingredients afecta la textura de la, de la salsa. Més que la textura, el que afecta és que es munti abans o es munti més tard. Jo el que vaig fer és que vaig tirant aigua calenta ara, quan veig que se'm munta massa o se'm munta... Sobretot quan se'm munta massa i afegeixo aigua calenta. Unes gotes. More than the texture, what it affects is that it binds, you know, quicker or, you know, before or after, in a way, you know. So that's what it affects, you know. And that's why I'm adding some lukewarm water now. Thank you. Um, I just have a question. What's the difference between hollandaise and mayonnaise? It seems the ingredients are the same. So I'm wondering, is that just the addition of water or is it the temperature or what's the difference? Nandu, what is the difference between mayonnaise and hollandaise? Is it only the fact that you add water? No, one is cold and the other is cold. It's exactly the same sauce. It's exactly the same sauce. The only thing that one is cold, the other one is hot. It's a grass. It's a grass. It's fat. Like an oil, fred, and the other is a material grass. One is with oil cold, with mayonnaise. It can be normally clarified. And usually it's clarified for the hollandaise, for the hot one, usually it's clarified butter. Seems that things are going well. It's not flowing as much, so it's getting stiffer. You see here, it's already getting solid-like. Good job, Nando. Good job. Yeah. Hi ha un secret, eh? Hi ha un secret. Si tiréssim aquí tiréssim xantana o hi tiréssim la citina, això ens ajudaria, eh? Ok, that if, you know, there is a secret. Obviously, if we added the xantana powder or... 
We're sitting here and just watching what he's doing with his hand. Why it's so hard for him is he's breaking the drops into smaller and smaller drops. Now you can start to see it getting really small ones here. And that's really going to be his goal, to break it up into very uniform uh, suspension of very small drops. That's why it's so much work. Now he's adding just a little bit more water to make, the, make sure it doesn't phase invert. The, um, the Romanesco sauce looked orange in my plate and it looked white on the microscope and I'm curious why. If you look at it, it, it what's happening is it's, it's very, very thin. And so you can barely see the color. But if you actually look at the sample uh, with your eyes, you see that it's not, it's still orange. Maybe I can hold it up. It's actually still fairly orange. But if you look very closely, the color is not completely uniform. And the reason is that there's the orange color is coming from the uh, various materials he added. It's not continuous. So, so what would be the yeah, we are halfway at the moment. If it, if it goes my way, I'll be able to go faster. Since I'm not sure, I'm going slowly. Oh, we are at Harvard. Yeah. I would yeah, pray that it doesn't separate. So what would be the disadvantage of adding a surfactant so that he makes his life easier? Sorry. <laughs> What's it, what would be the disadvantage of adding surfactant? My grandmother no, no. <laughs> You missed the challenge. Sandu, does he think we'll start by the way? No, please tell me that I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm your competitor here. Can we have the camera? Yeah, the camera, please. What exactly is lecithin? Explain what that is. Explain what that is. Explain Caught to hake, uh, flounder, uh, lagustins, 
shrimp. Es una salsa que se monta a temperatura de unos 45-45 grados. We bind it at a temperature of 40-45 uh, degrees Celsius. Y un cop está montada, es puede achacar fins a 80-85 grados. O sea, se puede manchar calenta, conservando toda la finura. And once it's binded, uh, then you can raise the temperature to around 80-85 degrees and you would conserve, you would keep the same, exactly the same texture, the same fine texture. You, it keeps for a couple of days. And any time that you need it, if you just raise a little bit the temperature of the sauce, then you can serve it. So what we call in, uh, in the kitchen vocabulary mise en place, that is uh, the prep that takes place before serving. And if any time we have guests at home, we have a base that we can uh, use and be ready at any moment, at any given moment. And you, can, and you can see that stupendous uh, density and, and a very fine taste, yeah. Tira, tira. Va bé aquesta aiga? No m'agrada ara. Aquesta aiga se'ns havia refredat i tirava amb aiga massa freda. That uh, I don't like it at the moment as it is because uh, the water got cold and uh, you know I was adding water that was too cold for my taste. It's more or less stable now, David. It's more stable now. It's, it's smaller bubbles, smaller drops, and um, you can see they don't move quite as much. So it's getting more and more solid. Notice here you have a a large drop coated with small particles. These are the garlic particles that are acting as the surfactant. See this? This is garlic particles on the surface of the drop. So the, uh, the ground up garlic is acting like a surfactant. She's asking why can you not add, or why can you add oil faster at the end? And the reason is it's becoming more viscous, it's coming closer and closer to an elastic solid. So when you move the, when you shear the drops with the, with the fluid, there's larger forces, so it breaks the oil more easily. The whole goal is to break the oil up into small drops and it's like if you put it through honey and stir it in honey, it breaks it up more easily than stirring it in water. The forces are larger. There was a question at the back. Peter, does she want to have a, ask a question? No? Go ahead, ask your question. Speak up. The, the question was, what is lecithin? And we, we answered it in our row, but the question remains, what is lecithin? What, what is lecithin? It's a surfactant. Uh -huh. It's acting no, as no. a surfactant. What is its origin? Oh. 
<laughs> Peter tells, tells you. Where's his daughter from? Pardon? According to Wikipedia, <laughs> it's from uh, soybean, the of all soybean oil. But it's naturally in the egg yolks, right? So that's why they always throw it into the mayonnaise and all the other things, because it's a small amount of lecithin that's in there naturally. And you'll see it in stuff like chocolate and such. So it occurs naturally in all small quantities in a lot of things. So they throw the egg yolks in to bind it because the lecithin in there, naturally in there, is your surfactant or your emulsifier. Oh, Carlos. You're not for here. No? I think that I'm not going to be able to make it. Oh, come on. No, no, que no giraré. <laughs> oh, that I'm not going to turn it upside down, yes. <laughs> but he might give you some to taste. consumidors de bacallà. Sí, no lliga, no lliga. Sí, ara posaré aquesta, m'agradaria veure-la, que aquesta estaria a punt per menjar. That I would, David, if it's possible, David, if it's possible, we'd like to see this one, because this one is ready to eat, to serve. Okay. Aquesta salsa seria la que ens n'aparia el peix. This sauce would be the one that would cover the fish. It's perfect. The same thing. No, no variation. No variation. It's very smooth. Morfina. The bubbles are very, or the drops are very uniform. They're almost completely solid. A little bit of motion. Here is solid. This one's solid here. Go ahead. Um, yeah. Oh, there we go. 
the lecithin, and I believe he was using gelatin or both proteins as surfactants. Are there any surfactants out there that aren't protein-based? Nando, estava parlant del de les coses que uneixen tot, n'hi ha, estàs parlant, han passat de l'acetin i tot això, però hi ha altres que no estiguin basades en proteïna? No ho sé, però que ell ja està concentrat aquí, si no, no em sortiran. At the moment, probably David can answer that question because I'm too, you know, concentrate on... Sóc un home. Dues coses alhora i prou. I'm a man, after all. I can only do two things at once. Go ahead. Lecithin is not a protein. It's a phospholipid. And you can also use sucroester or monoglyceride and combine the two together. And one is more hydrophobic and the other hydrophilic. So if you combine both, you can also do an emulsion. Vols canviar? És que no puc remenar. Em pots plegar aquí, Carles? Carles, no puc remenar sobre la mà. Canviarem. Ja està, Carles, ja estàs el mateix. És de 100. És que no el puc remenar fort. I cannot stir it as strong as I want in the bowl. I feel that my shoulder just painful just watching him. Els tres tipus de bacallà. Bueno, el bacallà... Molts països on és el més... Sí. Hi ha, per cultura, de segle, hi ha tres països on es treballa millor el bacallà. That culturally, historically, there are three countries where we people work very much with cod or salt cod. Són una part de dos parts d'Espanya, una és Catalunya i l'altra el País Basc. In Spain, there are two of them already. There is the Basque country and Catalonia, where we come from. I l'altra Portugal. And then Portugal. Historically, those are the three cultures that use the bacala de l'Ast. De les tres, la que té més diversitat de treballar el mateix producte és Catalunya. Of the three, the one that has more diversity in using or creativity using the same product is Catalonia. Hi ha una cultura molt arraigada del bacallà salat. Especially, especially like a very, lots of roots with using salt cut, especially. I llavors, a la carta, per exemple, nostra, del restaurant, com a mínim, sempre hi ha tres plats en composició de bacallà. And in my restaurant, for instance, in my menu, any, any given time, I use, I portray three different types of uh, salt cod in my menu. El fem amb brandada. Brandat. Amb bunyols. Bunyols? Bunyols. Freeders, el bacala freeders. Uh, esqueixat, cru. Yep. Shredded, raw. Uh, Fregit. Fried. Amb pil-pil. 
pil pil sos o infinitat de maneres. Infinity of variations. L'únic problema que té el bacallà és saber el de salat com s'ha de fer. L'únic problema que el salcot presenta és no saber exactament el punt o com s'ha de saltar. Jo desconec si aquí als Estats Units tenen molta cultura del peix salat, del bacallà salat. I don't know if in the United States you have the same culture with salted fish. Sí, ho tenen? No ho sé. No. No. És una llàstima. It's a pity. És una llàstima perquè és un dels peixos que un cop s'hidrata continua conservant tota la seva gelatina natural i tota la seva finura. Si es fa bé. That it's a pity because once it has been hydrated, it keeps its gelatin and the fine texture, meat, the flesh. Això és teu? Això és meu. Això és teu? It's my friend. Bueno. It's my bubbles. Vale, vale. You're getting better, Nando. Keep at it. It's so much easier to tell him to do it than to do it. I don't understand. <laughs> Explain to him. Que està, que està, que està millorant, que està millorant, que sí. continua, continua, Però que persisteix. De totes maneres, sembla que les té molt enfadades, les molècules. Aquestes. That it seems that uh, the molecules, the bubbles, are very upset with each other. <laughs> Però segur que ho arregla. But I'm sure that he'll be able to fix it. Estic una mica I'm a little afraid. El divendres ho vaig fer en 20 minuts i porto, em sembla, 3 quarts. On Friday made in 20 minutes, now it's already 45 minutes. És que aquest oli ha viatjat, és un oli català que ha viatjat i això em podria estar marejat, aquest oli. It's a Catalan olive oil that has trouble, probably he's... it is seasick. Quants litres ens falten? La meitat. No, no. Sembla que em comenci a cansar. For how long is what? Tira, 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 tira una mica més de pressa. For how long it stays? Nando, per quant temps durarà allà? Un cop l'has fet, quant temps durarà? Si és molt estable, pot durar hasta un dia a la nevera. Si no, si l'acabem de fer, ho explicaré. Si no, l'has de separar en petites muntanyetes, perquè si no, quan el remenes, també és una pregunta que volem fer aquí, quan el remenes es talla. Si és molt estable, llavors... I parlem de la que sense els llocs, s'estarà per un dia en el refrigerador. Ara, és només si és molt estable. Si no, i això és una pregunta per a David, quan ho estirem, o quan ho separem en petites muntanyes, Because if we have to stir it up or use a spoon, then it separates. And that's a question for, that we have for you. The, uh, I mean, it, it, this is a very delicate emulsion. And if it's not completely stabilized, once it starts to coalesce, it will just continue to coalesce. It, it, it becomes much more fluid-like. And it, it, it starts to drain the, uh, the water out and the, and the drops start to coalesce. What Nando's, the, the problem Nando's having is to get the uh, garlic to go to the surface, to the interface between the, uh, uh, the fluid and the uh, oil. 
That's why he has to mix it. That's why he mixes it with hand, by hand. It's a difficult thing to get it to go to the interface. That's what stabilizes the drops. Would it have been easier to do less? Si lo hubieras remenar menys. It would be, but it wouldn't feed as many people. Si lo hubieras remenar menys. Més hauria de remenar més. You would have to wait longer. Es que no em dono per vençut, eh? I don't give up. Apostem tot el negre, tirem més de pressa, si surt bé, si no, també. Tot, vinga. De què? Apostem tot a una carta. Ok, ja, let's bet everything on black or red. De totes maneres, s'ha de dir que l'avantatge primordial que té a fer l'allioli d'aquesta manera és que et queda el cabell molt brillant. That the number one, that the number one advantage of doing a yellow this way is that you'll end up with very, very shiny hair. Um, the, these emulsions we're, we're creating. What if you had an emulsion that you wanted to do the phase inversion, or you wanted to break? How could you? What are the strategies to go the other direction? If you wanted to uh, phase invert, you can uh, make the emulsion and not add the small amount of water that he adds to really just make the so much dispersed phase that it eventually breaks and the phase inverts. In fact, that's a commonly used technique to make very, very small particles. So you can make very, very small drops that way, but through phase inversion. You can also do things like heat it up, change, go to a, to a temperature where the surfactant doesn't work quite as well. Almost. A little bit more and we're done. Um, what is this sauce traditionally eaten with? Amb què es menjaria, la salsa? És especial per menjar amb una barbecue, amb una barbacoa, amb xai, normalment, amb xai, botifarra, amb porc. Lamb barbecue, sausage barbecue, as well. More than barbecue, I would say grill, probably, yeah. Podríem mirar-ho ara? Està quasi... Can we take a look? It's almost there. Falta poc, eh? A little bit more. És perillós estar com a costat. Què? És dangerous. That it's very dangerous to be next to me. Havia de mirar tot aquest, va. Hi ha alguna pregunta més? 
Last time he was here, he made it with a mortar, mortar and pestle. He's never done it by, with a machine. Can, you, can we tell if every time it's a little bit more stable? It looks, the, the uh, drops look like they're better coated with the garlic, but uh, here, here the drops look a little larger, Nando. Que les bombolles semblen que estan millor amb l'all, però es veuen cada vegada una mica més grans. Això, malament. Això què vol dir? So that's not a good thing? He needs to work a little harder. Que has de treballar una mica més dur. Could you um, could you please remind us what all the ingredients are in the sauce and what what part the uh, the cod gland plays in it? Just like the name, garlic and oil. I think he means the other sauce. Or which one? The other one that he made. Oh, the oh, sorry, the la teva, la teva. Ah, la meva. Aquesta. Sí. Tots els ingredients que has utilitzat. Tripeta. Què? The natatory gland. Aigua. Water. Bullir-la cinc minuts. Boil for five minutes. Retirar les tripetes com aquestes d'aquí que ja estan. And once they are done, you know, l'aiga, l'aiga d'ebullició. Keep the water. Reduir-la fins que quedi just el cul, però bé. And then reduce that water until it's just like a fine layer on the pan. Amb un allet laminat. With a little bit of sliced garlic, very thinly sliced garlic. Esperar que baixi la temperatura a uns 50, 55 graus. Let it cool to around 50, 55 degrees. I llavors... Simplement anar-hi tirant oli i anar emulsionant. Quan poses el dit i notes que la temperatura ja ha baixat de 50 graus o amb un termòmetre... Quan posa la mà i veus que la temperatura és més de 50 graus, o puc usar un termòmetre també? L'acostes al foc, que pugi altra vegada i vinga. I llavors posa-la a la... Quatre vegades o cinc més de l'oli que hi ha aquí. And this sauce would, uh, would take four or five times more the olive oil that is already here. El factor més determinant pel tema gustatiu mm. és que l'oli no ha de ser un oli extra verge sí, evidentment. That in terms of taste, the one of very important thing is that the olive oil has to be extra virgin, yes, but... Però ha de ser un oli molt afruitat i molt poc amarg. But it has to be a very fruity olive oil and no bitterness whatsoever. De tant en tant, quan es va emulsionant, posar-li unes culleradetes més d'aigua d'ebullició sense reducció per anar-la afinant, perquè si no queda molt compacta. Then, while you're stirring it, you know, little by little, to add a little bit of the same reduced water, just little by little, so it's not too compact. 
Ja està, i no n'hi ha res més. Després, quan es vol portar a la menja per menjar-la, és fer un peix simplement a la planxa, a la barbacoa, com vulgui, i aquesta salsa és la salsa per acompanyar a qualsevol tipus de peix. I després, quan estàs preparat per servir-ho, l'única cosa que has de fer és que pots either grill o griddle un peix de peix, i després ho coteu amb aquesta salsa, i això és tot. Bueno, s'ha tallat, eh? So, it has separated. Bueno, demà... Tomorrow. Tornem-hi. We'll try again, tomorrow. Sí. Tinc la prova, amb un iPhone, tinc la prova que ho munto, eh? És possible, és possible. I have in my iPhone, and I'm going to show it to you, that I'm able to do it. Exacte. Ara si voleu anar baixant aquí i algú ho vol provar, és bo igual, l'únic que no està muntat. That if you want to come here and taste it, you know, you're very welcome to do so. The only thing is that it's not binding. Jo ho ensenyo a la càmera i ho veureu que jo ho sé fer-ho, eh? And I'm going to show it in the camera that I know how to make it. I demà us convido que demà la muntarem, eh? And you're, you know, you're invited for tomorrow because tomorrow I'm going to be able to do it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Sí, pot dir. All of the emulsions that are here, you're welcome to come up and try before you leave, if you like. Those of you sitting at the front can make it to the fastest, but please try some.